going on, everybody? This is Donnie Tudal. Welcome to the Iron Money Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about Larry Wheels, who I'm definitely a big fan of, and his decision to stop taking performance enhancing drugs. Um, first time I ever met Larry Wheels was at Raw Unity in Deland, Deland Florida. Um, awesome dude. I think he was super young at that point. Um, just, I mean, big enough of a lifter to get to that meet, which was a big time meet, but he wasn't, he wasn't the, the fucking savage man, child, warrior, whatever, saber tooth cat killer that he is now. Um, but extremely, uh, extremely personal, really just good dude. And, uh, I got a lot of respect for him immediately. haven't really seen him except for in brief, brief passing since then, but amazing what he's accomplished. I think he's a huge, huge, uh, you know, good representative of the fitness industry and just like a good human being. Now watch this video and to be 100% honest, like, I don't know if he's being 100% serious, which I think he is. But, like, maybe maybe I just missed a video or something like that and it was total satire. But I have seen and had a couple conversations as a direct result of that video. That's why I'm making this podcast and shooting this video on it. Now, as a media director and a ref and a coach for the USPA and then, obviously, you know, being an athlete and being a gym owner, um, there, yes, there is uh performance enhancing drugs is all over the place. Yes. I utilize PEDs as well. I have done that for several years. Um, I think that there is nothing wrong with using or not using that as long as you stay in your lane. Like if you're, if you're an enhanced athlete, compete with enhanced athletes. If you're a natural athlete, compete wherever you want. Um, at least in the USPA, you have the choice. You can go USAPL. You can go WRPF. You can go one of the two million damn powerlifting federations that there are in the United States because everyone gets butthurt and starts their own um, because what type of underwear they want to wear or whatever it may be. But you have the option. In some federations, you can do literally any. Just, like, sign up for the right meet and go follow the rules. It's pretty simple. But some of the things I've, I've seen, people are like, oh, well, Larry Wills is, you know, he, he's stopping taking steroids and he's going to use TRT and he's going to still compete and do drug tested. Like, he didn't say that. Dude did not say that. Now, I've watched it twice. Nowhere in there did I hear him say, like, well, I stopped taking steroids. And by stopping taking steroids, I mean I am going down to a TRT level of 175 per week and then going from there and I'm going to go compete in drug tested federations and set drug tests, blah, blah, blah. Um, back it up though. We don't know why. I mean, he, he gave some reasonings, but I mean, maybe there's medical stuff. Maybe it's X, Y, and Z. It's none of our business. Whatever he shares with us and makes public, that is our business. But I mean, who, who knows the reasons why this guy is doing what he's doing? Maybe it is just genuinely like, I want to see what I can do natural because I've never done it. I got into the gear game really early in life, and I just want to see what I'm capable of doing without it. I respect the hell out of that because he can do whatever the hell he wants now because it's his, it's his body. He's going to go do his thing. Like He influences a ton of people. The only issue that I have with this is not an issue with him. 
I think it's an issue with how people are interpreting what he is doing and what he's having to say. And it all comes back to drug testing um, in, in the sport of powerlifting. In the sport of powerlifting, you have the choice. You can compete drug tested. You can compete non-drug tested. Okay, You can go and compete amongst your peers if you are a drug-free athlete. Or you can go compete against everybody as a non-tested athlete. You have the choice. Sign up for what's right. Now, where the... Where my issue is when people are like, oh, well, you know, I stopped running Anavar six weeks out from my meet. <laughs> like, don't tell anybody. Like, no, fuck you. Fuck you. Honestly. Um, I am a meet director. And if I have athletes that show up on my platform that I know run gear and I see their name come across, I will refund them. And I will tell them, sorry, I'm not going to allow you to compete in this drug tested meet. Because I know that you're not a drug tested athlete. Now, if, if my federation has issues with that, okay. That's, that's my stance on it. I know I'm not the only one that feels that way. But it's a big deal to me. Um, I am a coach. I've got 60 clients um, right now. Very, very, very few of them um, take any form of a PED. And they all know once you do that, or if you have done that in the past, I don't care if it was Anavar for a week. Once you've become an enhanced athlete, and I know that, you're not competing in a drug-tested federation while you are under the Beast Athletes banner. Now, I have had situations where I was not aware of something that somebody had done previously, and then it came up in conversation later, and I was like, you know what? Like, I I get it. It's been six years. It's been a while. But you know what? Me morally as a coach and as a meet director and as a ref and a representative of a federation that I very that I feel very uh, strongly, you know, about upholding the 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 standard and the uh, integrity of the, of the sport and of that federation, like that's not something that I'm okay with. And I have not had a single person say like, oh, well, I'm gonna go elsewhere. I'm, you know, fuck you. No, it's always been met with like, you know what? I get it. I made a decision as an athlete to do something that took me out of the natural category and I'm going to deal with that. I still get to compete. I still get to go and do my thing. I'm just not gonna do it against people who have never ran gear. But therein, there are people who have ran gear for eight years straight, want to come off three months prior to a meet, and then go and make a big deal about how they set all these drug-tested state records and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, man, like, that's shady and grimy as hell. And then there's kind of a step down where people are like, well, you know what? Like, uh, I made a decision and I ran stuff for a while. Then I decided that I didn't want to do it anymore. So I shouldn't have to, you know, stay within that category for the rest of my time competing. Personally, I disagree. I think uh, once you take that, you know, that jump, that leap, and you get into that, um. You are now an enhanced athlete. It would be like me right now. I'll do something right now that I've never done before <laughs> in a public setting. I'll give you a rundown of like what a normal 
um, let's say off season and then season looks like. Um, as soon as I get done, as soon as I got done with my meet in December, I came off of everything. And I went down to a TRT dosage of testosterone or testy. So I take like um, half a cc like every five days of 250. So that's 125. Um, but I would forget probably 75% of the time. So I'd take like, you know, half a cc once every like two weeks. Um, and then as I kind of start to get a little bit more, um, a little closer to my uh, prep, I will start to bump that up to half a cc twice a week. So 250. And uh, I will add half a cc of EQ. So at that point, over each week, I'll be at about 250 test E and 200 EQ. I'll let that ride for a while. And then about 16 to 18 weeks out, I'll bump that up a little bit more. I'll go about three quarters test um, twice a week and three quarters EQ or a full EQ, kind of depending on how my elbows are feeling, being a long snapper. Uh, in my previous career, my elbows are toast. My joints are kind of jacked. Um, so I, I bumped that. So worst case or heaviest dosage at that point, be taking uh, 375 test E and 400 EQ. And I'll let that ride. And then my EQ, I don't let go above that typically, even when I'm told to. And then um, as I get to about 14, 12 to 14 weeks out, I bump that test up to 500. And I will start to introduce a low dosage of MPP. It's about 200 a week. I'll let that ride for about four weeks, four to six weeks. So at about that nine to seven weeks out, um, I will introduce Anadrol orally at about 25 per day. And then about five, four to five weeks out, I will bump that to 50. And I will bump my test up a little bit more to about one and a quarter twice a week. So we're looking at uh, 625. And then I will maintain that until uh, until like two weeks out. And then I'll, I'll move the Anadrol up to about 100 per day. And I don't like being on it that high. But... Considering I've ran trend and b-ball and things like that in the past, um, my body is really, really happy on Anadrol. My blood pressure stays very healthy. My heart rate does not spike. Uh, my typical resting heart rate when I'm off everything, which I spend about, I don't know, when I say off, I mean like a very, very low dosage TRT or forgetting most of my shots. My typical resting heart rate is anywhere from 48 to 54 beats per minute while I'm sleeping, and um, it, I think the highest that it's gotten in the last two preps has been 64 beats per minute while I'm sleeping, and that was about two weeks out, and sometimes, like, if, if I'm real stressed, it'll, it'll bump up for a day or two to, like, 68 or 70, but that's very, very, very rare. Now, imagine me 
saying, hey guys, I'm clean now. I know that I have, you know, my first meet, um, I came into it and I totaled uh, 1650 as a junior lifter, the 242. Now I'm at, you know, I'm over 2000, 275. You know, my dots is like 523. I'm, I'm not a, I'm, I'm not the best in the world, but I've done a really good job building. And now I'm just gonna be like, you know what? I just feel like being a drug-free lifter. So, um, you know, I'm just going to come off of everything. And, uh, you know, EQ is going to take about 18 months to get out of my system. And everything else will be out of my system first. And as long as I don't place well enough, I won't have to drug test. Like, man, like, what the fuck? And then in 18 months, or 18, I don't know if I said 18 weeks, 18 months, it's about a year and a half for EQ to completely come out of your system and build a you know, not get popped on a drug test. And after that, like, man, I could be drug tested all I want. You know, as long as I pass, right? No, bullshit. That's the dumbest thing I have ever heard. Um, so a lot of people are looking at this and saying, like, well, Larry Wheels is doing it, so I can do it. Mm, disagree. I'm just going to say that right there. I, I fully disagree. Um, first off, he's not saying he's going to compete. Second off, don't compare yourself to Larry Wheels. <laughs> You're not the same. Nobody's the same as that, man. And uh, he's being forthright with it, which is phenomenal. I love the example he's setting with that. But I hate that people are taking it and twisting it to their advantage. Because it's 2022, and if anybody can twist something and say, like, ooh, make it about me. I'm special. They're going to, and it is so frustrating. But I do think it's phenomenal that Larry is doing it because you know what? Like, man, even if you when you do cycle off and everything like that, like that's great. But allowing himself like that, that mental clarity—not even clarity, just like that—that that release. I don't know. Like, this is something he wants to do. It's something he thinks is right. And that's what he's going to go do. That, that's great. Like, talk about, like, a relief for that man. Like, that's a big deal. That's a really cool thing. And uh, seeing him do that and set that example, like, man, what an opportunity for people to, like, learn from. But so many people are making it about them and making themselves special. And, like, it's just like, bro, like, you guys are safe. You guys are crazy. That stuff is insane. Now, moving forward from that, though. Some of, one of the things I did have an issue with on this, like I've been running gear for a minute and I told you guys the level that I come up to, which shockingly is like not very much. Um, I've always kind of, my peak is what a lot of guys like run their off season on. And it's insane. I don't know how these guys survive. It just absolutely shocks me how much some of these, like some of these guys are taking like 200, 2,500, like two and a half grams of shit just tests and then they're adding this and then they're adding that and that and that and that. And it's just like, man, how the fuck are you still alive? I am not willing to sell my soul for the sport of powerlifting or bodybuilding or whatever it is that anyone was doing, but I'm just not willing to do that. Um, but when he was like, well, I went from hitting 550 on bench to not being able to hit 405. Like to me, that is extremely exaggerated. Now everybody is going to respond differently to PEDs, everyone's going to respond differently to food, to vitamins, things like that. But man, to lose 
150 pounds. I mean, we're, we're talking, we're talking damn near 30% over the course of a couple of weeks. And to lose 30 or 40 pounds, like, I've done this for a minute. Like, I personally do not and have not seen, I haven't seen it, and it hasn't happened to me, where I will lose 30 or 40 pounds. Now, again, I'm not running the amount of gear some of these guys are. And I am not the athlete that some of these guys are. But good Lord, like, if you are doing something that bumps you up 30% from what you're able to do normally, like, like I, I, that's, that's insane to me. That's not a good, to me, that's not a good representation of, like, what these things do. Now, maybe some of these guys are just taking some really impressive stuff that I am unaware of. But I have never seen somebody go from a 400-pound bench to a 550-pound bench and then lose it all as a result of taking a substance. I've never seen somebody lose 40 pounds of body weight over the course of a couple of weeks because they stopped taking something. Now, again, like I know everyone is so different with this. But this is what I'm saying. This is the point that I'm trying to make. It's really disappointing to me to see how many people are taking this guy's story, twisting it around and justifying their bullshit. I have not had this conversation, but I'm really curious. I'm, I'm, I'm really curious. I'm going to ask a couple guys that know him better and have better access to him. Like, are you going to compete drug tested? Are you going to compete in a drug tested powerlifting meet? And even if you were to come off everything, is that something you would be willing to do? I am going to bet. That guy says, hell no, I'm an enhanced athlete. I have no business running or going to sign up for a meet that is going to pit me against a bunch of drug-tested lifters who would not ran shit. The sad thing is, though, is I would say probably 20-30% of people that are competing in drug-tested meets are not drug-free lifters. There are so many forums out there about how to cheat this stuff and how to do this, that, and the other thing. Like, if you're going to do that, go compete in the non-tested fed. You going and winning meets in a drug-tested meet when you're not a drug-free athlete or setting records or doing things like that, like, yeah, bro, you took home the prom queen. Good job. Prom queen was your sister, not your stepsister, not your sister, like, your twin sister who looks just like you. That's who you're taking home right now. You're an idiot. Stop it. That's nasty. Um, I just, I just can't wrap my head around that. I guarantee you if I were to put something up right now and say, you know what? Hey guys, it is October or it is a August 30th, 2022. So that means that's so February, 2024, March, 2024, just for an extra month. Um, I am going to compete in my first drug-free meet. Started a timer, made a big thing out of it. I would get tore apart. Oh, you can't do that. You've done this and this and this. Like it's no different than someone who's ran a quote-unquote couple cycles of Anavar, or you know what? I only do TRT, or you know what? Like X, Y, and Z. Like even insulin, man. Insulin is the most anabolic thing on the planet. It will get you so stupidly strong. It is insane. And people are like, oh, well, I, you know, it's, it's all good. Like, eh, but 
I mean, the people you're competing against, I mean, I guess insulin is one of those things that can be argued. And, you know, I got all respect in the world. Some of these athletes, um, I got some, I know some lifters that do run insulin and they are drug-free lifters and they are very impressive human beings. They're very impressive lifters. I got all respect for them in the world. I'm not educated enough to have a real opinion on the insulin piece. But like TRT, man, if my client cannot compete in a drug-tested or um if I got clients that struggle to compete in a drug test, mean that to switch their medications around because they've had heart attacks and one of the medications that they need to not have a heart attack again is on the ban list because people use it to cut weight because it keeps water off your body. If that person is being treated the same as somebody who is running testosterone or taking this, that, the other thing, like, I mean, if it's, if something that small is that big of a deal to where they can't do that, like, there's the line, man. Like the line has been drawn. Which side do you fall on it? All right, act accordingly. But these people who are like feeling the need to cheat and lift in a tested federation while in a, being an untested lifter, and now they have like fuel to their fire, like ammo for their gun to go and say like, well, Larry Wheels is going to do it. No, nah, he's not. I would be genuinely shocked. And I would honestly, I'll, I'll lose a ton of respect for the man if Larry Wheels goes out and says, yep, I'm going to go compete drug free i'm gonna go compete in the usapl i'm gonna go compete in the uspa in a drug tested meet i am a drug free lifter now and i'm gonna lift like it like man that would be really disappointing to me but some people are like oh man that's something i can use in my advantage now i can compete however i want because some guy's doing it like oh man that's just that's just sad that is sad to me so um yeah larry wheels all the respect in the world for what you're doing for what that man is doing. Not that he's going to listen to this. Um, but I think it's, I think it's great. The, uh, the transparency involved and the fact that he's doing something that he thinks is right for himself. He doesn't really give a shit about what anyone else has got going on with it. Like, I mean, obviously he does. He's posting about, it, he's doing things like that. And he's, he's trying to reach the world with it, but he's making a decision for himself. I just pray that it's not like he's got some, some medical things or something like that in the background that we don't know about. Like, you know, I genuinely hope that he is healthy and this is not something that's being forced to do. I hope it's something that he is just making the decision to do and that he's in a healthy place and his body is holding together really well because, you know, we don't want to see people hurt and sick and things like that. So just, you know, with this, Take it with a grain of salt. This is my opinion. Everybody responds a little differently to different stimuluses. Um, you know, whether that stimulus be performance enhancing drugs or, um, you know, their food or their opinion of something like we're, we're all going to, we're all got our different things going on. Just, I just think certain things are kind of, uh, people are so quick to twist something to their advantage. I hope that's something like this isn't something that just starts a whole like forest fire of people getting popped and tested federations because they saw Larry wheels is drug free now. So they're going to go compete drug free because Larry's doing it. So anybody can do it. And then we have people getting booted, people getting banned. It's a blemish on them. Makes them look stupid. Makes the federation look stupid. Makes everybody involved just look silly. Because you have the choice to go compete. If you run gear or if you ran gear, compete in a non-tested fed. All these people that are like, oh, well, you know what? Like, 
that was that was a decision I made a long time ago. Like, what you still made the decision to do that. Deal with the consequences. These same people, I guarantee you these same people it's like, well, you know what, like, um, you know, I, I had a boyfriend cheat on me, so he's a cheater and he'll always be a cheater. I'm like, all right, well, then you are a <laughs> you are an enhanced athlete. You'll always be an enhanced athlete, so go be an enhanced athlete. And uh, you know, don't let it be a double standard, don't don't twist it just because it's convenient for you and whatnot, like toe the line. Do us right. These people that are competing drug-free, they earn that right to compete drug-free. And that was something that federations put together for those lifters. If we start to cheat that system, we're going to see the sport of powerlifting really, really take a tremendous hit. Because drug-free lifting is what has exploded the sport of powerlifting and brought so much wonderful, not always wonderful, but like it's been a really good growing piece for the sport. Now, if we go and screw that up, that's why you can't have nice things, people, because you break them, because you do stupid stuff with them. Don't do it. Because it will just be another reason for powerlifting to not be taken seriously. Not only do you guys have 200 federations, because no one can get along, but even your drug-free federations is 40% enhanced lifters, because everybody wants to be special. So, don't ruin a good thing. Don't do it. And don't use somebody like Larry Wheels to justify your BS. So, hope I don't piss too many people off. But if this something pisses you off, maybe you should take a look in the mirror and figure out why the hell you're doing what you're doing and why you are triggered on this. Guys, appreciate you. Keep working hard. I want to see everybody getting stronger, being healthy, doing all those things, getting what they need to out of this amazing sport that powerlifting is. A lot of people wouldn't be here if it wasn't for it. I'm so grateful for it. I want to see it continue to grow. I want to see it continue to be a positive place for a lot of human beings. Don't let a situation like this just turn into a wildfire and do a bunch of stupid stuff for the sport. All right, guys. I appreciate it. I'll see you guys soon. Be good. Be safe.